0: Hello everyone, this is Threadbear, and welcome back to Fighting in Harmony, a Lancer Campaign. Where we last left off, the vanguard of the revolution had returned to Penelope Agrotisa's estate, where Jean-Luc went on his own to entertain the lady for however long it would take for the rest of his team to descend into the hidden bunker underneath the estate and discover the trick behind her perfect winning streak. That trick turned out to be an NHP of some description. You've been given the name Tallyho, but you had not managed to uncover exactly what service it provided Penelope, nor what its personality might be. However, you did discover that it does not sit within Penelope's mech. It instead is hosted within the base somewhere else, and broadcasts its effects into Penelope's mech. Having sabotaged her mech, and also discovered this uh, fact, Jean-Luc challenged her to a duel, she accepted, and a week has passed. Her schedule is quite busy, it's not so easy to clear up some dueling time just overnight, no matter how eager the participants might be. Just fucking wandering around the manor vibrating. As it is, this has given you some time to prepare yourselves in any various ways you might see fit, including going back to the flying wing and retrieving more combat-oriented gear for the inevitable descent back into the hangar bay. And you will at some point need to dismount. At least one of you will. So do make a point of uh, checking your pilot gear, and making sure that it is to your satisfaction.
1: Walkie-talkie gone, frag grenades in. Hacky thing gone, camo cloth in. Done.
2: I won't really get out of the robot. Though. I'm staying in the robot. Pilot weapons are the same. Just swapping out my mobility hard suit for an assault hard suit. Oh yeah, I did that as well.
3: I'm bringing a heavy hard suit a medium signature weapon and a light AC weapon
1: Oh Bobbin, what do we know about the types of coffins that the NHPs are kept in?
0: Well, just a quick semantics bit it is a casket, not a coffin It'll be a coffin soon enough, mate (laughs) I certainly see how you would make that mistake. And I will say that in the back section it does describe how big a casket should be. Clone NHP units are contained within caskets, physical containment unit, containment systems for their folded blink space mines. Containment caskets can be printed anywhere, but NHP mines themselves must be physically delivered. Union forbids the transmission of NHP mines across the OmniMet. It does not describe how big the casket is. I would actually presume that they can be of variable sizes, but as a rough estimate, you can expect the casket to be about as big as a human. And uh, depending on the casket design, they can be as big as a human standing up, or as as big and wide as a human crouched down
3: or they can look like a rat, you know. I am ready to roll. Yeah, I think I got my shit in order. Good to hear. Yeah, I'm I'm good.
0: In that case, perhaps I should show you the battlefield because it's going to be a little different from what you're used to.
4: Huh. Interesting.
0: So, as you can see, you are in a mech hangar that is sized more for human stature than for mechs. With that in mind, I have increased the size of your mech tokens, and if and when you take to the field, your human tokens will be the size of one hex instead.
1: Our human tokens will be the size of one human.
0: And if you bring out the ruler tool, you will notice that I have uh, calibrated for the difference in sizes.
3: So it looks like every hex is like a third and a half.
0: Yep. Every hex is one third of a hex because your mechs are three times the normal size.
2: It goes up to 0.7 because of rounding.
0: The exceptions, of course, being Jean-Luc and Penelopes mechs which i have placed at the top there i will say that you have no real battlefield to worry about you are in an open grassy field you're to mechs at either side of them
2: God, i love the idea of the fucking gorgon crawling around on all of its hands
3: <laughs> just
2: coming around corners
3: I think with the way I have described my particular mech, it's less of a matter of how wide it is and more of a matter of how tall the ceilings are and those can accommodate my mech.
0: I will say you have gotten the blueprints for this hangar, and so you are aware that Tallyho is in the northwest room with a large light blue circle in it. Hmm. You know, what?
1: I, think, I think I just about fit. You do not. Your mech <laughs> does not. What if I make it crawl? It's bipedal. Your your corners are clipping there, chum. <laughs> I can crawl. I can teleport. All I need. A-
3: no, I can teleport. Oh,
1: sorry. Morning cloak. I'm all about teleporting.
3: No, I mean like literally, my character can teleport. <laughs>
0: Indeed. Unfortunately, bonds do not apply in straight up combat.
3: Yeah, now I'm. But bond powers should. I would think. No. But, but you would think. Tragically,
2: they don't. You have HP now instead of stress. What?
0: Yes, in combat. Dang. Your little squishy human body now has hit points. Fucked up. Tragic. Anyway. You can see, as you are entering the hangar, that there are a couple of Penelope's, uh, followers hanging around. They are not yet in the Berserkers. And at the top of the screen, you will see Jean-Luc and Penelope's mechs. And just because you cannot get the full effect of her mech from what I managed to squeeze into that token, I am going to post the entire image into the chat.
2: Speaking of all the details, we have all the details on her shit, yeah?
3: Yes, we do. We have all the details on everybody's shit, I believe.
2: You do.
4: Ooh, B. Okay,
3: she's just wielding a berserker sword? She's just wearing wielding berserk sword. That's the sword from Berserk.
4: That's not a sword, that's a slab of
0: iron. Yes, and she has two servo arms specifically dedicated to holding the thing up along with the regular mech arm that wields it.
2: I like the headpiece It's very cute
0: You Go figure But it's the same color as the one she gave her people Well, She's gonna absolutely Cave your shit in
4: No, no, she only has one sword
2: I am a little bit Fast as fuck
4: Jean-Luc has four swords Yeah That is three more swords
0: Alright, but you want the bear stats? I can give you the bear stats Yes I'd rather up the robot stats. Fair necessities. Her hull is 1, her agility is 2, and both her systems and engineering are minus 1. She has 4 structure, she has 23 hit points, she has 4 stress, and her heat cap is 7. Her speed is 5, her save target is 10.
3: I'm too fast.
0: Her evasion is 10.
3: Yeah, she fast. No, Evasion 10 kind of slow.
0: It's better than default, but not amazing.
3: It's mostly due to how thick the armor looks on bedding.
0: And her E-Defense is seven. Also her sensor range is 10 and her size is one. Her main weapon is the Carbon Fiber Sword, which has a threat range of two, does six damage, kinetic, and has a plus two attack bonus with an Accuracy Die. She can also deal additional damage if she gets a critical hit, unlike most NPCs. She also has a special reaction called Rebound. If her mech takes damage from a ranged attack, she can half of the time bounce it back towards the person who fired it. She will take some of the damage, but you may take even more of it. She has instinct mode, which has a recharge 5, but allows her to, uh, gain a new reaction that'll basically lets her attack again on someone else's turn when someone attacks her. She also has Ronin's Mark. If she damages a target, then at the start of her next turn, she can automatically deal 1d6 armor-piercing kinetic damage to all characters who have a Ronin's Mark. Surprising no one, she is an Ultra. This is how she has four structure and four stress. As previously stated, this is a duel, so she does not get her bonus actions. But she does also get an Ultra template thing, which is another 1d6 damage on critical hits. So try to avoid that.
3: Try to avoid Bobbin rolling good.
0: Yeah. And she has Juggernaut, which is, you've encountered that before. At the start of an Ultra's turn, they clear one condition. At the end of their turn, they can repair a destroyed weapon or system. And she also has plus five hit points for being Ultra. That's how she got to 23. She can Overwatch as as many times as she likes. Although with only one target, that's not going to come up. And she has one additional optional system from the Ultra list. I will tell you this, it is not currently active, because Tally Ho is not currently active. But as for what it does, that's going to be a surprise. God
2: damn it. Okay. Might be in a little bit of trouble.
3: Yeah, this kind of sounds like the sort of fight that we're going to immediately interrupt as soon as we're done our, uh, our stuff and come out and join you and negate the whole purpose of it being a duel.
0: We do have the one advantage I gave you. You do? And that is going to help. But as for right now... The duel officially begins. Your seconds, dismounted, there for observation rather than to step in, are on either side of the open field that has been chosen for this battle. You spend a few long seconds circling one another sizing each other's mechs up as your team flips a switch and slides open the hangar door so that your mechs can drop in and take everyone inside by surprise
3: speaking of which were these guys the stats or are they not active yet so we, we don't probably don't know them
0: to... those are the berserkers you have fought them before Oh, okay. Those fucking guys. Them yeah, boys. They are identical to the fake harvesters, which means they have veteran status, two sets of stress and structure bars. But at the moment, there's no one inside them. Are you ready to mow down a bunch of meatheads? Oh, yeah. Well, who wants the first shot?
3: My stuff requires some setup, so if I go now, that means there's more opportunities for me to use those. If you don't guys don't mind me going first. Definitely go if it helps, it helps. Okay. First things first, I'm using a quick action to activate Mimic Mesh. So I choose an allied character within sensors. And until the end of my next turn, I gain the Battlefield Awareness Reaction. Johnny's going to be doing a lot of moving, so I'm going to target Johnny for this. So basically, whenever a hostile action is taken against Johnny, I can move three spaces towards my target in the most direct route possible. It interrupts and resolves before the triggering action, ignores engagement, and doesn't provoke reactions. This may be taken as many times per round as it is triggered. Uh, so I can just keep moving forward. And then...
2: Don't forget, fam. This is a good time to activate
3: core systems. Oh, yes.
2: Those are protocols, so they are the first thing you do before anything else.
3: Yep, let's... Yeah, let's activate my core system then as well. Which is the, uh... The the angel baby face appears.
0: Starts laughing.
3: Yep. And then, I guess I will move... Three spaces...
4: Wait, when did, since when did Mark for Death give me bonus damage? Has it always done that?
3: Maybe. And I see these two pilots now, right? Yeah. Alright, um, I'm just gonna shoot one with my, other, uh, with my other quick action then. I'll go with the assault rifle because that has reliable too, so even if I miss I'm dealing two damage. That's a 15 to hit. Alright. I'll shoot the one south of me.
0: Alright, four damage
3: sounds like my turn. I'm I'm good, so uh, NPC can go
0: now. Alright. In that case, the NPC you hit is going to uh, head round and try and climb into that Berserker. However, this does involve going into and out of your uh, immediate range, and so you have an opportunity to use your uh, Overwatch.
3: Again, we'll just do rel- the one that has Reliable 2. I get to re-roll that damage roll because I rolled, uh, over 20, right?
0: Yep, that is how critical works.
3: Alright. It literally can't do any worse than what I did. In fact, I can do much better. That's a 5 instead of a 1.
0: Dramatically, as he is climbing into the cockpit of the Berserker, you fire and, uh, he goes, Oh! Reaches <laughs> for the wound in his back and just topples over. His legs flying up as if making sure that it would clear a railing were he uh, falling over one.
3: (laughs) You shouldn't have skipped leg day!
0: He totally didn't. So he was (laughs) able to do that high jump as he was dying.
3: It was very impressive. Yes, but I needed to have a cool one-liner, and that was the only thing I could think of.
4: PC turn.
3: I'll go. I'll just take a shot at this mech here. Keep in mind the mechs aren't active yet.
4: Yeah, but a guy could get
3: in them. True. Fair enough. I was just letting you know in case you wanted to change your mind on that.
4: I mean, as well, as, we may as well blow them
3: up. Yeah. While they are currently unable to shoot back. I would say we could scrap them for parts, but we literally 3D print our, our shit, so uh, it doesn't really matter. And if you want to keep one, but yeah,
4: we'll blow them up. Because there's like a dude right there.
0: There is. So you are attacking the North Berserker
4: and hit that one.
0: I would say that because of the angles he's got cover against you, but it's also not moving at all and therefore has zero evasion. Also, when it comes to measuring distances always round up.
4: So he's super in range of my main gun. Or not my main but my heavy gun.
0: Are you going to activate your core power?
4: My core power is marked for death. You should activate it no reason not to. Yeah, I mean it does immobilize me until my next turn, but there's not anything currently shooting at me. Yeah, I'm just gonna mark for death as a free action. So I mark for death that same mech to the north, the unpiloted one. It gives me bonus damage if I crit. Just nice.
2: Just to just to clarify, Ape. Activating your core power is the neural shunt bit, which gives you the mark for death action. And that's a full action, so that's your entire turn aside from moving beforehand.
4: Is it? It's a protocol action.
2: Yeah, the neural shunt is a protocol. Mark for death is Oh, it not. is.
4: Okay, so I don't want to do
3: that then.
2: You can activate neural shunt and then you'll just have mark for death as a thing you can do on your turn going forward. This is correct. But you don't have to use Mark for Death immediately.
4: Yeah, alright, okay. Uh, instead I'll just light this dude up with my big old gun.
0: Okay, well... Your result is 20, so...
2: Reroll that d6, you only got a two on it.
4: Can't do that. Dice... whole thing...
0: Oh, That is worse. Tragically. You will be going with the two. Yeah. Okay, but so far, that was a quick action. You can barrage and fire your other mount weapons.
4: Uh, hold on, I gotta add. So that puts two heat.
0: Yep. And you should be able to just uh, fire both of the other weapons. The pist- even the pistol is in range. Because the enemy mech is only about four or five hexes away. Which is just at the edge of the pistol range.
4: Yeah, I'll fire the vulture.
0: Alright, well, any number will hit. So that's another five. And then the pistol.
4: Oh, I can now fire the pistol too? I thought it was just one weapon.
0: You fire the whole mount at once. Yeah, I, I have mentioned that a couple of times.
4: Oh. Okay.
1: To be fair, it's not clear from how it's worth Well, another two damage.
0: Another two damage
4: stack them up and now
0: and because the mech is unmanned i believe i will roll its uh, structure die twice take the worst result curiously it was the same result tragic all right all of the weapons on one of its mounts are destroyed
4: explode explode
0: your head explode it only has one, one weapon. So there you go.
3: Neat. Okay, so that one's basically done. Might move into this little corner here.
4: Well, no, this gives me a shot at a line of sight on both of them. So I'll do that. And yeah, that'll be the turn. Okay.
0: Fair enough. NPC round. Guy up at the north end of the hangar sees the chain axe arm of the mech he was running to get blown off so he is instead going to run back this way and hop into the cockpit of this other mech
1: well, that's fast,
0: but he does have to hustle to get over there he does boost on his turn in order to get into the uh, the mech And let me just double check the uh, action economy here, because I believe turning on your mech takes some time.
2: It is a quick action here. Full activation is a full action.
0: Yes, a boot up is a full action. So he is inside the mech. He is safe from taking damage from your weapons, at least directly but the mech itself is still powered down. Third PC turn.
1: If boost is a quick action, and turning the robot on is a full action...
2: Yeah, he can do it. He'll have to do it next turn.
1: In that case, then, um, is this guy in the robot or by the robot?
0: That guy is dead in front of the robot.
2: What happened to that
4: guy? I killed him. got shot a lot.
3: I shot a bunch. Yeah, he's made Shot of with
2: bullets that are as big as he is.
1: Alright, we got two we got two choices then, lads. I can attack an empty robot that's near us and do a lot of damage. Or I can get to
3: this robot,
1: but it will be my full turn getting to that robot.
3: Please get to that robot, because if he goes before you do, I get free movement.
1: Ah, oh, so like you, you can't even get past these walls. What the fuck are you on about? I
3: can squeeze- I'm pretty sure Bobbin will allow me to squeeze past he them. He won't allow you. Look at you. You're fucking enormous.
0: While well, I do appreciate the opportunity to just sort of hammer home how big a Gorgon is, you can, in fact, squeeze through those spaces.
4: Ah! I bet that's really creepy to watch,
0: though. Oh, sure. He, could, he
1: can squeeze there, but I can't go in this hallway. This is <laughs> fucked up.
3: I'm pretty sure I can't end my turn in a wall, though. Is the thing? Ah, whatever. All right then. In that case, if it's any
0: consolation, the gorgon also cannot squeeze through that hallway.
2: (laughs) It's not. It's no consolation. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's Ah. Colin. Colin. Because it's a Horus mech You can end your turn clipping into the wall It's just We have we all have to deal With Gmod clipping Noises the entire time Yeah,
4: yeah if you end your turn in the wall you have to play the Gmod clipping Noise the whole time It is not your turn until your next turn Except track. it's like
2: 300% more wet The sound is
4: yeah. There's an occasional kind of a meat noise In there which is disturbing Back.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just running the uh, running the numbers uh, real quick. Oh,
2: never mind. I can do stuff to him. Cool. Get, move, boost, move again, and then skirmish. Don't forget to activate your core system first thing. I've never actually—I
1: don't think I've activated my core system before in the campaign, or at least not this one. In that case, then what I what you see is. My robot just starts vibrating really fast and blowing like an eerie purplish
0: color. And then... I just appreciate the uh, the secondary effect of the blink space jump. If you roll the th- same number on all three dice, you disappear until your group rests. I wish one would <laughs> reappear nearby. So be careful about using that, because we uh, may be out of the fight. Sup, Che, where you been? I
2: don't know.
3: (laughs) Saw the Time Knife again.
2: (laughs) I think I went inside the
4: Time Knife.
3: (laughs) I think I am the Time Knife.
1: Right, so what I've done is moved, then used the Overcharge to boost, because I want to attack a lot. So it's first Overcharge plus one heat. Yep. Then Skirmish. Skirmish. Skirmish by Skirmishing... With an auxiliary melee weapon, I may fly up to three spaces directly towards the targeted character before the attack. So that covers the rest of the movement. I mean, I could have just done it with the rest of the movement anyway, but fuck it. It's cooler this way. I want to use my thing. Okay, got it. I moved, then boosted, then skirmish. Then overdrive, and then skirmish again. Got it. That's the move. Okay, here we go. Uh, So that's with the auxiliary mount, which is... So, I have rolled a 13 with the first Fold Knife, and then a 6 with the second, so one assumes the 6 misses.
2: I think the mech is still off, so everything hits.
1: Okay, 13 and 6 then, it's my attack rolls. Okay, so hit... Total damage, 1 there, and then total damage, 2. So, it's 3 total for that attack. Okay. Then we use overdrive, then we attack with the big boys. We skirmish with the with the variable sword.
4: How is that sword?
1: It's variable. Hmm. This is main melee, it's an attack of 15, it hits, and then a follow-up with the Vlager rockets, which also hits, so that is 3 damage and then 2 damage.
0: So that's another 5? Yeah. There's another five taken.
1: Mm, pop, pop. Yeah, I don't deal a lot of... Well, I don't deal a lot of damage usually, but I deal... I do a lot of attacks. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I end my turn with uh, two heat because of the uh, thing. And that's my turn.
0: So just a quick NPC turn.
1: <laughs> Those guys are
0: fucked. Two more of the bodybuilders show up in the hangar, shout, dude,
3: dude! It's times like this I miss my mortar gun.
0: And one of them boosts for the nearby berserker. Other one is going to uh, start running behind it. What's reactions to it?
3: A lot of things. I have a lot of them. You probably just have Overwatch.
2: I mean, I've got a... I got a Threat 5 weapon. Okay, well, if something begins moving within Threat 5 of you, you may skirmish at it once per round. Although I have already
1: fired it.
0: That does not matter.
1: Okay, yeah, then in that case I'm absolutely going to try and rocket that guy who was running, t- was running towards the robot. Or actually, can I use two reactions, or does it have to be just one? Overwatch
0: only lets you react once.
1: Well, I've got the Singularity Motivator, which, as a reaction, I may immediately teleport to a free space within 1d6 spaces.
3: You can only react once. Reacting twice is a special thing that some frames have, like the Gorgon.
0: Yeah, that is the other thing. You can only spend one reaction per turn. You may choose which reaction to spend, but this is the NPC's turn, so you can use one of those reactions. In that case, then, it makes more sense to...
1: To bazooka the guy running towards the robot. To
4: bazooka to Bazooka Joe the guy.
1: Fair enough. In that case then the attack roll is eleven.
0: Yep, that'll hit a dude.
1: Okay, kicks. Free damage. Free explosive damage if you care.
0: Not in this instance. Okay. But the other guy who is uh who's run up along the uh, the back wall behind the mechs, is going to fire you with a shoulder-mounted laser gun.
3: Um... Oh, wait, I, that's right, he's through a wall, never mind. I was very excited to use my portable gun for a second.
0: Actually, he's above the partitions at the moment.
3: Oh! If he's within range 5, I can use sticker snack as a reaction, so... I'm going to go ahead and do that.
0: He appears to be within range six. You gotta measure from the center of your hexes rather than the sides.
3: Oh! 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 Hostile action is being taken against Nantab. I can use my first reaction to move closer and then the second reaction to Snickersnack.
0: That is true. That is what your mech specifically has been built for.
3: Yes, so... Oh,
4: oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh.
3: Oh, 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 oh. So, I will move here. Then you uh, snicker snack. <laughs> I think that dude is missed now.
0: You you rolled a twenty, so you can re-roll if you want. That's not maximum damage.
3: No, uh, it's, it's it was pretty good damage though, so it's not better than nine this time. So nine.
0: All right, so. As this guy's running up, and as the laser beam is starting to light up in the uh, the tube he's got on his shoulder, the uh, the creepy laughing baby very quickly, preternaturally crawls towards him and fires the Vorpal gun, which causes uh, the ground underneath him to explode in a giant splash of sparks, and he goes, Whoa! and flies, Regret! doing a perfect forward flip <laughs> over the uh, partition wall.
4: Railing kill. That counts as a railing kill.
0: It does. <laughs> All the uh, practice is paid off, finally.
4: So did he attack me? No! He did not get the chance. Also, I'd like to imagine that the... Um... Colin's mech is uh at a slightly different frame rate to everything else.
0: <laughs> PC turn. Dual time. Dual
2: time. I figure we should position our mechs at
0: points. If you want to be at a specific distance, you can be. You are going to be initiating this and you are certain dis- you are a certain distance away already. It's just that distance is really the only variable here. You are in an open field.
2: So here's a fun thing. Uh, Just for like a little bit of in the cockpit character moment. This is the first time I've booted up the Tokugawa with Lucifer mounted inside of it. So I've never interacted with an... NHP beyond Demu before, at least as far as I'm aware. So as I'm just f- turning shit on a um, Lucifer, are you online? Good morning.
0: Ah, welcome, child. What do we need to kill today?
2: I move the head of the Tokugawa such that it is pointed at the aggro mech and say
0: just that good i always enjoy the challenge all right well
2: let's light them up
0: starting up with
2: activating core power radiance mode for the rest of the scene weapons that deal any energy which is all of them gain plus five range if they are ranged or plus two threat if they are melee when you're exposed limit break stacks with these bonuses for a total increase of plus ten range and plus three threat and i'm uh i'm gonna be a little bit of a jackass and start three away from her and uh, yeah i'm gonna overclock protocol two i become exposed status exposed i'm taking double damage characters become exposed when they're dealing with runaway heat buildup all kinetic explosive or energy damage taken by exposed characters is doubled before applying reductions mm-hmm. i'm not sure i want to do that though because now all my shit is kind of huge In addition to having much longer range, because I'm exposed, I enter Limit Break, which is... No, all my attacks deal plus three energy bonus damage on hit. And then there's the extra range, and anything that's not energy damage becomes energy damage. So, uh, you know, just shooting conventional rounds out of a machine gun, that's all plasma rounds now. Not that I have any of that. But, um, I'm gonna just fucking wind up on the charge blade, and... Will
0: you also activate Lucifer's protocol? Let
2: me double check what that does. Give your next ranged or melee attack this turn bonus damage on hit equal to your current heat after activating this protocol. Nah, I think it's a little early for that. I'm gonna be giving myself a lot of heat once I finally nut up and start firing the Annihilator, so... It's fine for now. Just gonna swing the charge blade for a skirmish. I don't think I get any
0: accuracy anywhere. Don't forget, you do also have your plasma gauntlet.
2: Have not forgotten. I think that's also dependent on my heat, and is in fact, uh, it wants me in the danger? Yeah, it wants me in the danger zone, so I gotta get up to half heat. Right. I have not forgotten. I am very much keeping that shit in mind. So, just gonna fucking swing my Charge Blade. 22 to hit. Sounds like a critical. Yep. So that's three bonus damage as a result of the Limit Break. I don't know if that is also AP, but the Charge Blade is AP. And then another three because the charge blade deals 1d3 plus 3. And I'm just going to roll that d3 again real quick. Take 9 damage. I think it's all armor piercing, or else 6 of it is, and the bonus is not. I'm not sure how that functions.
0: I think the bonus damage gets the, uh, the traits that apply to the regular weapon, that it's a bonus to. 9 AP then. Uh, because I
2: skirmished within range 3, I activate Skirmisher 2. I move two spaces. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. And I'm going to continue getting range by m- moving my full 6 distance, and I'll, uh, I'll spend my second thing to boost and just put myself completely out of her range.
0: All right. So uh, how many hexes do you want to be away from her?
2: So her maximum move is 10, plus threat is 12. I can definitely... I I can get exactly 14 from her. So yeah, put me at 14 from her.
0: Okay. You are already at 14. I will just use the literal number of hexes for this. Alrighty. I think I'm done. All right. On her turn, she moves back two spaces.
2: Ooh, I hate that. Ooh, I actually (laughs) hate that a lot. Don't put more range between us. What the fuck?
4: It's mean. Just to wind up.
2: Not that I can't extremely still hit you, but, uh, what the fuck? You have a big melee weapon. Don't get farther away from me. That means
0: bad things only. Well mostly it means that you cannot hit her with that melee weapon unless you boost and overcharge to boost again yes yeah at which point you will not have enough speed remaining to get out of her range
2: yeah force me to start actually throwing hands why don't you okay
0: Mm mm-hmm but yeah so seeing you back away you can hear her cackling over the uh Comes and uh, take a few additional steps back, hold up the arm that's not holding up the sword, and just uh, do the hand motion. You know the <laughs> fucking one. Fucking Bruce Lee, come here, come here, you bitch. PC turn.
3: People may feel free to go before me. As
0: soon
1: as I'm the one in range of the two occupied robots, would even mind terribly if I went?
3: Yeah, go for it yeah. My shit lasts until the end of my next turn anyway, so the later I go, the better.
1: Let's barrage this motherfucker then. Alright, let's try the main mount first. Variable sword. Ooh, that is a crit- That is 21, which is a critical on the uh, sword. So that's free damage, and then I have to roll a 1d6 for bonus damage because it's a um, variable sword. So, the Variable Sword deals 4 damage, could be better, could be worse. Uh, Luckily, the Vladiar rockets are also a critical hit, so let's see how that resolves.
0: Uh, Just a second. I am still resolving the uh, structure damage taken, got system trauma and a system was destroyed made a note of which system
1: one assumes he's still standing yeah okay in that case then the uh, viaggio rockets also deal 21 damage which because he's still not turned on one assumes is a hit
0: so you mean 21 to attack
1: yeah 21 to attack
0: well that is another critical so roll damage twice
1: yeah got a three on the second one, which I'll take because it's the higher of the two, so free dam- free explosive damage.
0: Okay. NPC round. Unless you've got anything
4: else to do?
1: Uh, I get to attack with two mounts, don't I? For a barrage. Yeah, two mounts worth of weapons. In which case then, I rolled a 14 with prototype weapon. Uh, is 9... I get to the damage, like 9 energy damage or 9
0: energy damage. Okay.
1: Does that destroy the robot?
0: Yep, yeah, just add it from the numbers. Because uh, 9 damage means you've this guy up. Okay. I don't suppose anywhere way I can
1: kill the pilot at the same time, is it?
0: Not at the same time, no. Uh,
1: yeah, that's a barrage, so. Your life is hard. Oh, I still have movement. Right. This guy suddenly sees me get up in his face.
0: Not quite that much in his face, though.
1: I'm in his face. So I'm teleporting. I guess I'd be there instead. It doesn't really matter, but now
2: he's got to go around me. Instant transmission noise. That should be a bad idea for him to move, because that'll trigger your Overwatch.
0: NPC activates the robot. It now has evasion and armor, and all of the good things that Berserkers get. But that is its turn.
2: Easy. I'm I'm so proud of you.
4: Okay, I guess that's my turn then. Yeah, if you want to go, you go for it. Uh, Let's see. This mech up here is currently unoccupied. There is this man over here, but he would have to run past a lot of other mechs. There is no person in immediate in the immediate vicinity who could get into this mech and start piloting it. So I'm going to shift focus to this one here.
1: I can't believe Bobby's just leaving the dead bodies on the ground.
4: Well, that's that's for the janitorial services. They'll be back. Later.
3: <laughs> so it's just that guy who's still alive. Yes, that guy that's and the a guy pig. that uh, that is in the other mech.
1: Yeah, and then you guys are running through these small
4: doors
0: here.
4: you said these uh, walls are just kind of partitions, right?
0: Yeah, the big grey walls are as tall as the mechs.
4: Okay, but there's, like, clearance between them and the ceiling of this place? Yes. How much?
0: Not enough to fit your entire mech over the top, but you could walk on it. In fact, that appears to be its purpose.
2: Fucking perch your uh, death's head such that the cannon is pointed over it and you just can (laughs) snipe at all of the doors a bunch of guys running and there's just like the barrel of a railgun doing the the TF2 turret sweep around the room poking up from (laughs) above (laughs) oh I have made a tactical error
4: if I were to perch uh, let's say about here would I have line of sight on this guy
0: if he decided to take the upper path, yes. Because the uh, the path that has sort of the, the white border along it, that is on the level of the partitions.
3: It's the only reason I was able to kill this other dude. Okay, okay.
4: I could scramble over to there. There's no little doors over here that I can see on this.
0: No, but there is a vent that leads directly into the computer room. Oh no, Gordon Freeman's coming.
3: <laughs> if you go in there, I'm going to call Suss. We're going to have to take a vote. Hmm. So, I could
4: kind of skedaddle myself over to here and just kind of perch over there and just have reasonable line of sight on this guy, and we're really just like most things in here.
0: All right, I think I see what you're getting at.
4: Again, I have the mag clamps, so I can basically just walk up walls like they're nothing.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
4: I treat all solid surfaces as flat ground for purposes of movement, and I can move across them normally instead of climbing.
0: I will say they are one mech tall, so it's going to take one spare movement to climb up to get the angle you're looking for.
4: Okay. So it would take me seven total movement to get where I want to go, right? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Then I'm going to boost and just kind of get myself up there, which I guess is here. And so that's a movement and a quick action. Um, For my second quick action, uh, I'm going to hide and I'm going to activate my ghost weave. Fun. So between that and infiltrator, uh, I can hide even in plain sight of enemies. Or let's say I activate my ghost weed before I start moving. Just just for flavor. And then I just kind of scramble up a wall while invisible. And I'm going to park myself there until my next turn. So I am just kind of perched up there invisible now.
0: Alright, it is an NPC turn. Another bulky dude is going to pop out of the door. Uh, immediately drop to the ground and fire on the enemy mech clearly in front of him. I believe you get your movement, but not Snickersnack again.
3: No, because it's the start of a new round.
0: It's not your your turn, though.
3: Oh, okay. Yes, then yes, correct. I do get my movement, but uh, not the but Yeah, not That is the
0: disadvantage of intentionally going last, is that uh, you do not regenerate your reactions until your turn starts.
3: I'm going to move here, which I i believe is legal and because i am size two i am granting cover to my friend johnny oh and um now because he he has to make a system save for the rest of the scene hostile characters must succeed on a system save before attacking you or any allied characters within range three he has to make a system save.
0: All right. He's just a dude, but he does have a systems bonus. Twelve.
3: My save target is fourteen, so he fails. He's stunned until the end of until the end of his next turn.
0: He has a similar laser uh, shoulder-mounted weapon. He uh, takes careful aim at the uh, the morning cloak. And then all of a sudden. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it just sort of pops up in front of his sight on his weapon. And uh, he just lowers it down and. Uh,
3: Contemplates goes, Dead. life?
0: Dude. <laughs>
3: Dude.
0: And he's just scratching his head and doing that instead of anything else this round.
1: You know, I can't do a lot of my cool stuff unless people start attacking me, right?
3: Ah, but let them attack me. Why waste the hit points now when you can activate them later? I've got 14 of them.
0: In fairness, uh, Colin's mech is the sort of mech that only does cool shit when people target other mechs. So you've kind of got conflicting interests there.
1: Yeah, it doesn't count as attack missing in me, so I can't do shit. Sorry. You
0: will be well. Funny meatheads, where this one came from. As it is, it is the Gorgon's turn.
3: All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot at the uh, mechs since I think the mechs are going to be the bigger threats at this point. So I'm gonna use both of the weapons in my main mount because apparently skirmish can let you use everything on a single mount.
2: When you attack, you attack with a mount and not a weapon.
3: I'm pretty sure an 8 misses, but it does have Reliable 2, which I think is negated by the armor.
0: Okay. Actually, an 8 hits.
3: Oh, an 8 hits? Okay.
0: Yeah, these guys are not good at evasion. They're good at soaking damage, though.
3: Okay, so 5 damage.
0: Yeah, 5 damage becomes... Uh, 3 damage becomes 2 damage.
3: And then the Nexus, I also get... What does Smart do?
0: It means you're attacking E-Defense instead of regular defense.
3: Okay, cool. So uh, that's what this is doing, then.
0: All right. Damage is still reduced.
3: All right. And then... I'm going to... use my other quick action to activate my NHP, Scylia.
2: Do you want to try that one again? Cilia? Fucking... Greek mythology nerd
3: <laughs> Is it Cilia or skylia
2: It's
0: Skyla
3: Skyla, okay Skelia? Never even met you Skelia issue <laughs> So I choose one of two actions and whenever that action happens I get to make an immediate skirmish attack and they deal half damage, heat or burn So I'm going to choose a hostile character makes an attack against you or an allied character within range three of you. So anytime anybody attacks me or any of my friends currently, because I think they're all within range three of me, I get to make an immediate skirmish. And I can do that two times in a round. And I'm fine where I am. I don't want to move. So my turn is done.
0: As Skylar comes online... You uh, hear its voice say, "Welcome, master. I see you wish harm upon others.
3: Do you like
4: hurting other people?"
3: Nobody's talked to me like this since before I got fired from my show.
0: Well, then perhaps it is time to get used to it once more. I have like seven HP. <laughs> also something you fail to mention, you do give yourself to heat by activating Skyla. Under quick action, unleash Skyla. Quick action, to heat self.
3: Oh, two heat self. Okay, yeah, I see that now. I didn't I did not realize that, but that's fine. So I'm up to heat. Skyla's online.
2: I'm like 90% sure it is Scyla. Or Scylla? Man, fucking nobody knows how to do it, but it's definitely not the way Kala did it the first
0: time. (laughs) The C is a K and the Y is an I sound. The Y, in some languages, is called the Greek I.
3: My turn is done, because all my shit is basically uh, reactive now, as opposed to proactive.
2: Oh yeah. Sigma Kappa. I don't know why that U has an accent. And then lambda. Uh, Apparently lambda
1: yeah. S as in Psi, I as in kit, <laughs> Skyla. L as in Lie. And A as in about. Bobbin had the right of it. So Syla. No, there's a kappa in there, in the Greek letters. I'm 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 literally reading the pronunciation guide and it's Syla.
0: Honestly, it can depend on who's doing the pronouncing.
4: Jeremy <laughs>
3: Sure, why not?
0: Jeremy NPC turn. PC turn.
3: Oh yeah, because the NPC had just had to uh boot up the mech.
0: Oh no, that happened on a different NPC turn. I just don't have to announce to you uh what a NPC is doing when they're hidden.
3: Okay.
2: Speaking of hidden units, I think it is. Alan?
0: No, it it's the dual turn.
2: Oh. My bad. I will take two steps forward. So I've got charge blade in one hand, torch in another, and the other two hands are annihilators. I'll just uh, skirmish with the annihilator and that's it. Just gonna sort of test the waters on this one. See how badly I get owned. That's a 20 to hit,
3: damn. Get the ass.
2: So, let's see here. Okay, no rebound. Good, good, good.
0: She does not get the shield on her left arm up in time. I'm going to roll one of those
2: d3s again. That 4 could be a 5. I rolled a 2 there and a 2 there. Nope, that's square. So, 4 damage AP plus 3 bonus damage. Also, AP I take two heat take that up right now I am still not yet in the danger zone no point in running Lucifer yet I think that's it take two steps forward and left lower arm comes out from under the cape the annihilator hilt lances forward a bolt of superheated plasma rips through the air and does successfully strike her for seven armor-piercing energy damage. My turn ends, overclock ends, so I am no longer exposed.
0: Done. All right. In that case, Penelope is going to say, So, you like staying at range, do you? I get it. Swords intimidating. Well, I can handle range, too. What the shit? (laughs)
4: <laughs> Tally-ho, gentlemen! More like, Tally-no.
0: For perhaps obvious reasons, tally ho is not hooked into the uh, broadcasting comms. W- but what does come over is her cursing when she realizes that activating him has uh, inverted her controls. <laughs>
2: would love it if that, like, completely fucked her ability to attack because she tries to attack forward but can't and I could just, like, get in there, annihilate her torch back off. Alas, lack anon.
0: Inverted controls are something a person can get used to, but while she is suffering from impaired at the moment and will also fall prone... It is not before she is able to uh, activate her short cycle lance. Hmm. Mm hmm. So, mm-hmm. You, you know the anime thing where there's this brilliant white light that just sort of carves out a, a linear path, and then everything the light touches blows up? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I love that shit.
4: Yeah, the explosive slow laser. We all
3: know it.
0: Right. So, that is happening.
3: Huh. <laughs> ah. Cool.
0: And you must succeed on an agility save.
2: Okay. Well, my agility is pretty good, actually, because that's the only thing I put points in. Uh is it my save target or hers?
0: Hers. Save target is for the other guy.
2: Alright, I've actually got pretty fucking good odds because my agility bonus is five. Let's do this thing. Haha <laughs> no. I changed myself. I roll seven.
0: Okay. So, take one structure damage. Hmm.
2: Oh. Okay. That's it. Do I have to roll the dice for that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A six. Glancing blow. Emergency systems kick in and stabilize your mech. However, your mech is impaired until the end of your next turn. However, I have a Harrison Armory core bonus that says you are immune to the impaired condition. Neat. I am superior by design. I, I fucking fire back over the radio. All oh. right, then. Just not even bothering with the voice anymore, because I am a little bit, I'm a little bit into this.
0: That's how you like it. Oh, baby, you know I like it like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are they fighting or
0: fucking? Yes. Hmm. However, this does end her turn.
2: Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so I, I put the structure damage into CompCon, and now I have Cascade Alert, Lucifer class NHP, status pending.
0: Oh, yes. You must also roll a D20, because you have an AI on board. If you roll a 1, Lucifer will cascade.
3: Oh, no. We all know what a cascading mech is, NHP is like.
2: Not in the context of the full Lancer game, at least. We're not finding out this time, though.
0: <laughs> it is a very rare occurrence, it's just something you need to keep in mind. Incidentally, on his turn Lucifer says, The fire is glorious. PC turn.
1: I'm going to fuck up a robot or possibly this guy. Well,
4: You're going to fuck a robot.
1: Both. <laughs> Someone should probably start going towards the big glowy thing. Not me though.
4: I'll get to it. I'm just gonna blow up this mech that's in the way first.
1: That mech's already blown up. There's a guy in it, but the robot's blown up.
4: Yeah, and I don't want to leave my mech alone with the guy next to it.
1: Alright, well I'm gonna kill this robot then. Uh, let's barrage again. Yeah, variable sword is a 27 to hit. So that's a good I'm getting a lot of crits. I will screenshot these crits if you really want. But that's twenty-seven.
0: Yeah, well, keep going.
1: Okay, well I've got rather one d six. Because it's that weapon. Oh, that's six. There we go. Uh, nine damage.
0: All right. Becomes five. Becomes four.
1: Uh, then it's a uh, another crit with the rockets. Uh, is two, two explosive.
0: All right. Becomes one. because it's nothing fuck's going on with this robot it's powered up it's got its armor and resistance on
1: has it powered up
0: yep this is fucked up uh
1: right let's just hit twat it with a big sword then right 17 prototype weapon
0: yeah that pretty much everything hits the berserker
1: in that case then that is six damage
0: Alright, becomes three, becomes two. Well, this Berserker is going to uh, activate his chain sword. Chain axe, excuse me. And going to try and hit you. Which means all sorts of things trigger.
3: Yep, he needs to make a system save. Target 14.
0: Alright, in the mech now, so. System's bonus is that.
3: Okay. Until the end of their next turn. And then both Vorpal gun and my skirmish activate, I believe. No, Vorpal has to uh, deal damage to an ally character. So I shouldn't have been able to do it the first time. I apologize. I did not read that close enough. But the uh, skirmish does go off.
0: Actually, I'm not sure if it does. Come on. Because he is an- attempting an attack and.
3: Oh yeah,
0: not actually following through on it.
3: Yep, yep. So no, nothing. Yeah, because nothing it's
0: before attacking you or an allied character within range three. Yes, they fail, so they they do not complete the attack, and so neither of your other conditions trigger.
3: Correct. So just the one thing happens. He just gets stunned until the end of his next turn, and uh, the other the guy who is out of this guy right here he's immune to it for the rest of the combat yeah they're both immune to it to the rest of the combat now
0: once they get to go again yes PC turn let's
3: see there's still
4: a guy in this mech and he can conceivably crawl out of it right correct
0: yeah uh
4: if you take him out i'll just pop out of my mech and start making my way to uh the tally ho
3: okay
2: All right, I'll take care of that. Yeah, please get rid of Tallyho ASAP, because I'm pretty sure that's the thing that just did a structure to me instantly.
1: Just to
2: ask, in
1: terms of terrain, I'm just trying to get my head around it. So this is the elevated area. Is this a big window here? Over here?
0: Yeah. I'm going to say for the purposes of this encounter... That is made of some extremely durable material.
4: Okay. That's uh, transparent aluminum.
0: The idea being that if something were to explode in the uh, mech hangar, you do not want the control staff to be dead as well. Well, maybe you don't. They don't, and they're they're the ones who paid the contractors. Uh... You it wouldn't be that
2: easy. Well, guess you're taking the stairs then, eh? Alright, which one of you motherfuckers has a warp gun that can just pass through obstacles? I know that has to exist in this game.
3: There's a vent here. There is a vent there, yes. There is a Gorgon frame that has a gun that just automatically deals one damage. You don't have to roll anything. It just deals one damage forever. Nothing can ignore that one damage. But... Look, just kill
4: the beef spawn so we can do things.
3: So... This guy's getting out of the mech? No, it's your turn so you can kill that man. Oh, is he getting out of the mech now?
0: I will say that dismounting to get out of your mech is a full round action, but you still have your speed as a pilot. Okay. So, having climbed out of your mech, you can start moving into the vent if you feel so inclined.
3: Yeah, you can move up to here-ish. No, uh, I really can only move
4: up to, like, there, right? So that's four.
0: It is still the uh, mech version of distance. That's how uh, pilot speed is also mo- uh, measured. So you can get halfway through the vent on this round.
3: Okay, cool. Just do dead, though? No, he'll... My, it's your turn. He, he's probably gonna take his turn, and then it'll be my turn, and then I will
4: kill him. Okay, uh, I'm gonna flip on my stealth hard suit before I exit, just so like nobody sees anything up here. Nobody sees anything. Get out of this mech. That is also not there.
0: It does require a quick action to activate the stealth hard suit.
4: ah uh, damn.
0: Yeah, this guy can see you leave, but you can activate it before you jump down into the uh, into the control room.
4: All right. I mean, he's gonna die next turn anyway. He's gonna be yeah. Like, I'm meat. Gonna he's gonna be hamburger. He's gonna be a man. Which next turn?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna make it Unless min-
4: you like massively fuck your roll. Yeah.
2: Next turn, he already is. You've seen that dude. There's so much <laughs> meat on him.
3: <laughs> it has not been minced yet, which is what I'm aiming for. So, Bippo. All
0: right. So, the Death's Head powers down. Climb out of the cockpit, conveniently at a level with the partition. And immediately start running up towards the vent, giving it a quick kick to uh, knock down the door. And start crawling through it. NPC turn. This guy is going to get over his uh, being stunned. He's going to relocate down towards the base here and seeing what has happened before is going to aim at the gorgon
3: okay a big horror mech I believe my skirmish goes off now
0: you do get two of those yeah yeah however the attack does go through before any of your reactions trigger it does need to complete the action
3: and I don't believe that hits no, it does hit. My evasion's only 8. Alright. There's the cost of being big.
0: You take 3 energy damage.
3: Okay. And then my skirmish goes off now. These deal only half damage. Can't get much worse than 1, though, so.
0: And 8 misses.
3: Oh, and 8 misses, okay.
0: Yep. Humans have a standard evasion and E defense of 10.
3: Okay. So, yeah, he gets. Th- two damage dealt.
0: Oh, the assault rifle attack hits. Yes. But The nexus misses.
3: Yes. And the uh, the damage is halved, so total two.
0: Alright. So that all being done, he is going to spend his other action to run further along here. PC turn.
3: Okay. Has this guy started opening his uh, his mech yet to get out
0: no he's been delaying his turn too okay who knows why
4: yeah weird melt him he has full cover in his broken neck but just melt him
2: hey um i'm pretty sure intentionally triggering a reactor meltdown is a thing you can do
4: double melt him melt him now kill him
2: a lot yeah okay self-destruct as a last-ditch measure set your reactor to go critical and explode that's a move in here.
0: Yeah, I, I will say that if you just want to take your giant gun out and just put it up to the uh, cockpit and just unload, then, yeah, you can fire, but with heavy cover against the pilot's evasion.
2: This is the Gundam equivalent of an execution.
3: Yep, so let's go ahead and do that. That's a 19. I wish it was one higher so that I could deal more than one damage. Oh, wait, no, it's reliable, too. It's reliable, too.
0: You forgot the hardcover. That's too difficulty.
3: Oh. Hold on a second then. 17.
0: Yeah, that'll still hit, but wanted to let you know.
3: Then, uh, the Nexus, I guess. Huh. That's a 14 hit.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Alright, um, that's another 4 damage. Anything. Anything else I can do to attack.
4: I mean, you just did, um,
3: six damage to him. I'm gonna unleash Scylla again. I'm pretty sure I'm... Skyla. Uh, Unleash Skyla again, so that's another two heat. If a hostile character attempts to attack or interact with a chosen object when you Unleash within line of sight. Characters are aware of the object chosen. He's not allowed to interact with that mech anymore. He's not allowed to interact with the mech's controllers. Stop pushing buttons. No, you don't get to push buttons anymore. No more melting down the core reactor for you.
0: I mean the mech's already dead, but he does still have to dismount and that I imagine that would qualify as well.
3: Yes. So that's both my quick actions, I believe. I'm to waste for a sec. Where'd that guy go? He's over down here now. He's trying to get to the other... trying to get to the mech over here, I guess. I feel like I should have had a reaction.
0: Do you have anything with a threat range of two?
1: Yes! I have two things with a threat range of two.
0: Then you would be allowed to use one of them.
1: Okay, I'm going to twat him in my sword then.
4: Please stop saying that. No. Twelve.
0: That would hit.
1: Free damage. It's always free damage with the sword.
0: Alright. Taken care of.
3: But, yeah, that's that's my turn. He's not allowed to interact with his mech anymore.
0: Alright. Well, it's not like he has any real choice in the matter, so he's going to dismount and try and escape.
3: Okay, so I get to make a skirmish action against him. That's still with the difficulty, too. still has uh, heavy cover.
0: Uh, no, because he is leaving that heavy cover in order to run away.
3: Okay, so then I'm going to put my difficulty back down to none, and then start the skirmish. You miss? I do miss. Let me try the Nexus. The Nexus hits, uh, let me re-roll that D6.
0: Wait, you don't get to hit twice with a reaction.
3: It's a. Skir- it says it's a skirmish, though. It specifically says skirmish.
0: Right, but you're attacking with a main rifle and a main heavy cannon. I don't think those are... On the same mount.
3: Are they not on the same mount? Because I thought they were on the same mount. What's it say in CompCon? Oh no, they're not on the same mount. Okay, never mind. Sorry. I've been doing that wrong the entire time then. Again, I apologize. Because they're both main mounts, I thought so, since they were the same type. No, no. Okay. I've been doing it wrong the entire time. I've been taking a free second attack the entire time. I apologize. Hmm. Well, start the campaign over. Yep, shit. Back to session zero, guy, everybody.
1: Top for this session is just everyone cheats.
0: Hmm. Not me.
2: I'm on top of my shit.
0: Alright, so, Reliable 2 means it does still hit, but as the Skylar reaction, it deals half damage.
3: Fair enough, one damage then.
0: I will say, uh, this guy saw where you were going and does not want to be in the mech bay any longer. <laughs> So, uh, he is charging in after you.
3: This jabroni is totally harsh in my vibe.
0: Or I should say crawling in after you.
3: Real quick, how does heat interact with human beings?
0: It is a damage instead.
3: Then he does take more damage because, uh, I have a nuclear cavalier, and the first attack I make while on my turn while in the danger zone deals plus two heat on a hit. On your turn. Yes. Okay, never mind, Then I, tr- I tried. I tried.
2: You've already gotten a million points of bonus damage already.
3: Yes.
0: Speaking of which, Jean-Luc. You know,
2: let's, let's just fucking pray that she doesn't get a crit with her carbon fiber sword and go in. Okay, so... First movement. One, two, three, four, five, six... Overcharge I take and Heat I'm up to three Use that to Boost One, two, three Four, five Six I am within range Three So My Annihilator, because she's You said she's prone, yeah?
0: Yes, which means you have One accuracy against her
2: Yes. I'll have one accuracy for when I attack with Torch, and I'll have two accuracy when I attack with Annihilator, because I am within range 3, and that's a CQB weapon. I'm going to throw Annihilator first. That is a 10. I believe that hits. Her evasion's 10. Oh, um, I should have uh, exposed myself first thing. I meant to do that.
0: I will say that Lucifer does want you to activate himself? Yes. It is time to set the world on fire. Does that happen before? That, that happens before. It's a protocol.
2: It's a protocol. So it happens first thing.
0: And it could put you past the danger zone.
2: Yeah. Well, just attacking with the Annihilator puts me into the danger zone. This is actually pretty risky. Am I like forced to do it?
0: No, you're still in charge. Okay.
2: I have the deep well heat sink, and that will mean when I start my turn, I'll get heat resistance, and so this won't fuck me up quite so bad. So I, I will tell him to be patient. Wait, it's coming. Hmm. <sighs> so that's um, three plus three, six armor piercing energy damage.
0: All right, six all told?
2: Yes. I was barraging there so next attack is with the torch that is a 28 to hit
0: that is a natural 20
3: that is a natural get her ass yo max damage max damage max
2: so that's six plus three plus three is 12 energy damage except i'm in the danger zone so that's all burn all burn All burn, all energy damage becomes burn when I am in the danger zone.
0: (laughs) No, only the bonus damage is burn. So not the six, but the other six. Okay, so yeah, deals three burn damage. So
2: yeah, six is energy, and then three burn off the torch and three burn from plasma sheets. So six burn and then six energy damage armor piercing and I'm up at seven heat getting a little hot in here but that's fine because I need to be in the danger zone for the plasma gauntlet that's a six and a five did you double roll the structure
0: yes because she can take either option
2: oh okay oh well, six and five are the same result it just makes her impaired in addition to the impaired she already was and prone
0: yeah i'll be keeping impaired around for one round just because uh you know consequences for messing with her mech oh right she's got the
2: start of turn condition clear
0: yes normally anyway her mech climbs back to its feet and overcomes she says now we're talking
2: Yeah, that was a, uh, from sort of wiggling back and forth at range, just blitz in. Annihilator arm that she saw before comes out, and then second arm, it's, it's a, a heavy crescent-bladed plasma cutter, powered straight from the reactor, generally project as axes, though their blades can be changed to a range of other shapes. Yeah, you know what, for this one? It's an axe. It's a giant axe-shaped plasma cutter that comes up from the second, or the third hand now. One, two. X-shape across the chest.
0: All right. She advances one step. Triggers overwatch? Uses boost in order to move. And Yes, I believe you're correct.
2: Yeah. Lucifer is going to make me uh, take a bunch of heat next round, because I did promise. So, um, I think I'll just hit with a charged blade on this one. This is not a CQB weapon, so I don't get any accuracy on it. I'm just going to attack. 10 to hit. Still hits. Still hits. Okay, that's, um...
0: Four damage.
2: Oh, but this is energy damage, so there is three bonus damage on top of that, and it turns into burn. So, four energy armor-piercing, plus three burn. She is up to nine burn. And... Overwatch is a Skirmish action, so Skirmisher 2 activates. I get to move two spaces for free, and it provokes nothing. I'm just gonna back up two spaces. Now that was as soon as she started moving, so she would have the rest of her move and she could yeah still get within range of me doesn't actually matter but doing it anyway
0: dancing with her yep keep in mind that you are exposed
2: yes this is going to hurt if it hits it's going to hurt
0: it's probably going to hit yeah
2: your uh, target number is 13
0: let's see here 18 so she doesn't get all of her critical damage Praise
2: Jesus (laughs) It just deals six straight, right?
0: Yes And She also applies the Ronin mark
2: Yes And that'll hit me later It goes to twelve And then drops by one So I go to one Go to one Yep Okay, noted
0: (laughs) All right, and she can't do that because she had to boost. Okay, that's Penelope's turn. <laughs> Just one last thing to worry about, seven.
4: That's the most ominous seven I've ever heard. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is that
2: an attempt to pr- recover?
0: That is an attempt to stop the burn damage from start from going through
2: Oh, uh, yes, yes. My save number is 13, if that's what you're looking for?
0: I think for burn, it is just the default 10, which that did not pass. All right.
4: Bunker team. Me, I go.
0: Well, not just yet. She did literally just burn through a second structure. (laughs) I love poison. And I believe what happens when someone takes two structure is that they need to roll a d6 for each structure taken and accept the lowest result. She can choose between either one, but in either case she is rolled within the system trauma range, which means I need to roll one last d6. A system is destroyed. Alrighty.
2: She'll get that back at the end of her turn anyway, so it doesn't matter?
0: Well, she already reached the end of her turn in order to save against the burn. Ah, okay. All right. Her instinct mode is currently disabled. PC round.
4: Yeah, so I would like to shoot this man before he can shoot me. So how does that work out of net combat? Let me double, let's see here. You should
0: have some stats for your uh, out of character sheet. Uh, It's under the narrative profile. You check out your weapon.
4: Yeah, I got that in here, so...
0: You should be adding your grit bonus.
4: Oh, adding my grit. What's my grit be at right now? Two? Yeah. Okay.
0: 15 hits, 2 damage.
4: Oh! 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 Blast Thickneck goes down.
0: He actually does repeat that. <laughs> oh, oh! 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 Okay,
4: that's a quick action. If I check this correctly.
0: And you can spend your other quick action to turn on your stealth heart suit.
3: And then you can just like get up to here. I think. Yeah, I think I can just drop into there, where I will
4: not use it this turn, but pull out of my pack my thermite charge.
0: Hmm. And uh, f- funny thing about the stealth hard suit, you are invisible. You leave invisibility if you take damage, not if you deal it. Neat. And now that you're in the room, you're able to see that you are not alone.
4: Hmm. Oh. There was an odd noise from the vent, but I choose not to turn my
3: neck. Not because I can't turn my neck, I just choose not to. Huh, what was that noise?
0: I will say, you have turned invisible, but you have not... Stealthed. So if you are leaping out of the vent, they are going to fire blindly in your direction.
3: I mean, they would hit the AI thing, so uh... (laughs) They're not exactly the smartest characters. I know, I know, I'm just saying, like, it's not necessarily a terrible thing. If they miss, they potentially hit the NHP. Yeah,
4: I've used all my actions at this turn, so...
0: Alright, NPC turn. Uh, Is going to uh, jump down into the uh, mech bay and stealth in order to be out of sight. PC turn. Do
3: you have a thing that can reveal stealth? I don't, but I'm literally just going to hack this thing so that... Because if he's stealthing, then hopefully he's not already in the mech. So I'm just going to jam the uh, shit shut if you let me go. Yeah.
2: Can you do that with a mech that isn't on?
3: Yeah. It doesn't say that you can't, but a jam cockpit. Characters may not, may not mount or dismount your target until the cockpit is fixed with a successful engineering check as a full action.
1: One assumes that even, I guess, when even when they're not on, they're still networked. Yeah.
3: It's in addition to invade. Yep. So
0: it will also deal heat damage. Yes, it will. And you're targeting the one in the back, right?
3: Yeah, I'm targeting the one in the back. And like next turn, if he really, he really wants to get this one, on the one hand, more power to him. On the other hand, if he tries to go for it, I'm just gonna jam that one as well. <laughs> So, I get to roll for hacking.
0: Yep. B to
2: 6. That's a 20. You roll a 16. I'm proud of you.
3: So, uh, yeah, I choose Jam Cockpit, which means that he has to make a successful engineering check as a full action before he can mount or dismount. And uh, he takes 2 heat. And also, I don't know if Nuclear Cavalier... Is this technically a it's tech attack?
0: Then me we'll double check. Yeah, it's. You've got three categories for attacks melee attacks, ranged attacks, and tech attacks.
3: Then he takes an additional uh, plus two heat because of my nuclear cavalier trait. Done. Alright. And then uh, that's. That's my quick. A- that's one quick action. My other quick action. I'm going to activate my monitor module. When activated, gain 1d3 charges and choose an adjacent allied character, which is going to be Johnny there, until the end of your next turn, whenever your target is attacked while adjacent to you, expend this charge to skirmish against their attacker as a reaction, dealing half damage, heat, or burn on a hit. All charges are lost when this this effect ends. So I'm going to roll 1d3 real quick. I can do it three times.
0: Fun. Yes. Punish them for the for their insolence. Let them see you laughing as they cry out for succor and do not receive it.
1: I'm never getting an
3: HP. Why are the <laughs> NHPs evil? <laughs> Connor just sort of stands, sits there for a second, contemplates that, and it's like, huh, okay. Alright then. Uh, that's my turn, because I don't want to move away from Johnny because then monitor module won't work.
0: Alright, NPC turn. For all the good it'll do, the uh, guy in the Berserker down there is going to try and go out fighting. Nothing else.
4: Berserker!
0: (laughs) And that's a free roll. Oh, an 18 a hit.
3: I'm activating my monitor module. You're your what-what? The thing I literally just set up. So, uh, that's a 21. I'm gonna roll d d6 real quick just to see if I can get one more damage out of that. Nope. That's half damage and one heat.
0: Alright. So, uh, armor, then resistance becomes two. I will say Johnny's mech does take seven damage from the chain axe, finally hitting home.
3: Oh, no. I'm going to wait to see if this thing is destroyed before I go Snickersnack.
1: Yeah, does it explode? This is important.
3: Actually, I might as well activate Snickersnack and try and kill the uh, pilot inside.
1: Right then, as my reaction...
3: Oh, okay, you can take your reaction first.
1: Because I've been hit, exposed Singularity, I may immediately teleport to a free space within 1d6 spaces.
3: think I really need to have much need to be next to you. Sweet. You being next to me is what lets my charges go, but, like, I... The charges did their job. Good, because I'm out of there.
0: You do take the damage,
3: though. I do take the damage. I'm at half health. I'm going to go ahead and try and roll my Vorpal Gun against the pilot. No.
0: Okay, so, now that you have this perspective at this new location... I can inform you that uh, the guy you saw climbing over the side of the partition is currently clinging to the back of a fully armed and operational Berserker. As it turns out, that one turn where nothing seemed to happen was the turn where another guy came in through this side door over here and climbed into the mech while the rest of you guys were busy on the other side of the bay.
3: This fully operational battle station. Well, I'm just gonna start hacking him soon. Against us, another berserkers. They've been so very hard to kill. <laughs> yeah, literally, I'm just going to hack him to cook him to death at this point.
0: <laughs> well, once someone's actually uh, inside the mechs, they they are pretty tough to physical attacks. Anyway, somehow. Despite all of that stuff you guys did, it is now a PC turn.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it's your turn, Johnny.
0: Oh, okay. Um, Get straight into it, I guess.
1: Yeah, right, I'm going to do all my shit properly this turn. Alright.
4: Destroy.
1: I could try and hack him. I do have a hack thing.
0: They're kind of weak to hacking.
1: Yeah, but my E-Attack is... Uh, I don't even know what my E-Attack is.
0: Your target is six. Oh, my Tech Attack is zero.
3: You just need to roll a six or better.
0: You have a 30% chance of... No, you have a 25% chance of missing.
1: I like them odds, okay. uh, right, uh Quick Attack. All right, sure, I'm going to use um, Stalk Prey. Okay, so what did you roll? A 17. That'll do. Stalk Prey, you infect the target with a viral logic that wipes your image from their senses. They treat you as invisible until you next take damage from them. This can only affect one target at a time. Okay. So, I do the... My robot does the John Cena thing and it can't see me. You're going to have to describe that. I waggle my hand in front of my face. Uh... The audience will know. The audience are loving it.
4: Uh, Well, we would love it, but we can't see you do that.
3: Yeah.
0: So, as an invasion, it also deals two heat damage. So, this guy rolls over, takes one stress damage, gets a four. Let's see what happens. From overheating, power plant destabilize. Your mech suffers from the exposed status until it takes action to remove it. And we all know what exposed means.
1: Yes, but I think Colin forgot
0: to say you might want to remind him. Double damage from all sources. And... Regular damage from melee, then. Oh no, no. You see, just to remind you, Berserker robots have resistance from all damage sources unless they get hit with a few specific status effects including exposed. So this robot goes from half damage to double damage instantly.
1: Okay, I can kill
0: it. Yes, and I believe you just used a quick action so you can still attack.
1: Oh, we are going we are going all in on this shit. Right. In that case then, skirmish. Variable sword. So plus 1 accuracy Zero difficulty, 24. Six damage, so 12 damage.
0: Okay. I'm not going to move its health bar because you just took out the first uh, structure, and it blows up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Does the explosion kill the guy inside it?
0: I'm going to say that in this case, yes. But the guy in the back is uh, going to leap free.
4: He's going to use the blast to propel himself farther. This is a known safety technique for dealing with
3: blasts. He rocket jumped. Yes.
1: But speaking of rockets, does a nine with the rockets hit the guy?
0: No. Evasion is ten.
4: He kisses it as it goes past.
0: No, no you, you fire all of your rockets at him, and somehow they all just sort of make this giant man-shaped space between all of the explosions. As he is firing back at you... Hitting nothing as well.
1: Free action, overcharge. Heat roll is a one. Skirmish with Hunter. When I attack with an auxiliary melee weapon, I then fly up to three spaces directly towards him. It doesn't count on movement. Then two attacks with folding knives. 20 hits, 2 damage.
0: Okay. Somehow it just scrapes along his massive stomach and his. This sort of bright red, like not even the very realistic blood colour starts uh, flowing down. It's too bright to be blood. It's Weird.
4: What's the only thing bright about these guys?
0: Second attack, 17. Any amount of damage will kill him at this point, so...
1: Okay, well it's two. Alright, death by a thousand cuts does the job.
4: That's two cuts.
0: Even though you intend to uh, bisect him, somehow you're your blade just sort of knocks into him, and tosses him aside into a location that is conveniently out of your field of vision.
4: To a convenient pile of cardboard boxes.
1: Robin, please don't make me teleport over there, because I do... do
3: I have movement for it? No. He's dead. Don't worry about it.
1: I want to see the body.
4: Gotta
3: make it
0: dance. Alright. There we go. Teleport. done. Alright, just as a reminder, that mech is the one whose axe arm has blown up. So, the two guys in the command center, seeing the vent cover get kicked open, the, the two guys just, without even having to think about it too much, pull out their uh, firearms and just go, ah! And uh, one of them misses completely. Cool. Other one rolls a ten.
3: Yeah, ten will get Aren't you invisible, though?
0: Yes, that's why one of them missed completely without even me having to roll. Uh, Oh,
3: okay.
4: My My invasion is staked Right now.
0: Alright. You are hit for one damage.
3: Ouch. 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 Your bones.
0: Jean-Luc.
2: Okay, so, um... Speaking of going all in, this is gonna get... Wacky. And, um... Things might go wrong in a hurry, or I might just end this woman's whole career.
0: (laughs) Incidentally, if you guys are wondering why all of the NHPs are evil, it's because they're combat NHPs.
4: Yeah, they're not evil, they're just...
0: Compassionate NHPs have their value, but usually not in a mech's cockpit. Okay,
2: so I start the round exposed. Overclock will end at the end of this turn. I will unexpose myself at that point. Well, Lucifer, I did promise. Let's see if we can't burn her down. I'm starting my turn in the danger zone, so Deep Well Heat Sink kicks in. I now have resistance to heat for the rest of the turn. I activate Lucifer spend one charge. I take 1d3 plus 3 heat. There's a very good chance that this will just tip me straight over, but we'll see. 4 goes to 2. I take 2 heat. Uh, I'm at 9 heat, by the way. Because of that, the next attack I do this turn gets bonus damage equal to my current heat after activating the protocol. I'm at 9 Heat, so that is going to deal 9 damage. I'm going to Skirmish. Due to my Skirmisher 2 ability, I may move 2 spaces without provoking anything. I choose to move one step closer, so that we are adjacent. And then I am going to attack with Charged Blade. Uh, This is not a CQB weapon, so I do not believe that this gets anything. I don't get any accuracy on it, but um, let's just click the dice button and see what happens. That's a 22 to hit. I'm gonna reroll damage. Okay, so (laughs) max damage on that. That's uh, six energy damage, armor piercing, and three burn plus nine burn because it's energy bonus damage but that gets transformed into burn because I'm in the danger zone and Plasma Sheep is online <laughs> so 12 burn and six energy
0: AP alright six plus 12 becomes 18 and I will mark the additional burn She's already got nine burn so that goes to 21 21
3: shit. Points of burn um, Not
2: done yet though
3: I know Assuming
2: she just doesn't me. Become annihilated under that Which I kind of hope she doesn't Because I have a second attack I want to make
0: right, You knocked her down to one hit point on her Third health bar Okay Are you going to plasma gauntlet?
2: Yes, actually I'm going to use the plasma gauntlet
0: I figured that's why you uh, moved adjacent.
2: Yes, that's why I took one step closer rather than anything else. So, agility save. Target is 13.
0: Alright, she has a plus two agility, but because of the inverted controls, she also gets a difficulty on this roll. Okay. Oh, that's bad.
2: That is a five. Okay, I'm going to type in the characters slash roll... 4d6. And I'm going to hit the enter button. Take 12 burn. (laughs) I think. No, this isn't an attack, is it? So it's just take 12 AP energy damage.
0: Yeah, it's not bonus damage either. This is the regular damage. But she is also knocked prone.
2: Yes. And also take 12
0: but you also take half of the damage inflicted before reduction as heat and become stunned until the start of your next turn.
2: Okay. Sure. All right. I will accept this. I take six heat, which goes to three heat. That's going to tip me over. I go to ten, and then I tick over by one more. And then another. So... I have to roll a d6 for core stress, and then I vent to one-heat.
0: Okay, she is going to take the damage result, the structure damage result that includes one one instead of two ones. Yeah, valid. Yeah. But as it is... Actually, that's enough. She's only got one health bar left. You win. Hey, and I just
2: do an emergency shunt for overheating. (laughs) Okay, so um, What that looks like Is I tell Lucifer It's time to burn it down I did promise I activate His? Is Lucifer a he? Yes Alright
0: At the very least He hasn't told you his pronouns But he has a masculine voice
2: Okay So Lucifer sucks in all of the the heat the the venting rods or whatever happens when you are exposed back in channels all of that extra heat directly into the charged blade which i step forward into the strike probably take one of her arms all the way off and then fourth hand comes out basketball slam i no not even that. Everybody here has seen Jojo part four. I use Zahand on her. Just downward swipe through the skullcap, through the whole rest of the body, turning it all to slag in one stroke. All of my warnings start screaming at me. I assume Lucifer is also screaming, but for a completely different reason.
0: <laughs> yes. Bask in the purifying light of the flame! Ha 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 Oh, but wait, look. The cockpit appears to be specially protected. Our foe has more tricks yet in store, no doubt. All of the heat vents on the Tokugawa, and there are tons of heat vents on the Tokugawa, actual fire is pouring out of the heat vents as the superheated, almost plasma, of the air and that is being uh, rushed through your system in order to cool it down, is absorbing far too much heat for anyone's safety. For anyone nearby, the, the formerly green uh, dueling circle is turned black around uh, the location where you've been fighting, and. Uh, The seconds are looking on with concern in their eyes and uh, the one that's been assigned to you at at least is uh, on their communicator probably talking to uh, some sort of fire suppression unit to get them out here and uh, as your mech is entirely immobilized by the sheer amount of heat and force it has expended one of the uh, secondary limbs that normally controls the sword on penelope's mech snakes over and manages to wrap itself around your leg and on a crackling comms that is, seems to be barely holding together you hear her uh and she says <laughs> You were a ringer, kid. Congratulations. You should know, I'm not a good loser. You understand, right? Gotta make sure it's a clean sweep. Even if it's complete.
2: You could always just choose to die with dignity.
0: No one dies with dignity, kid. They just die. She activated self-destruct. PC turn. Hmm. 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 Hmm.
2: Hmm. hmm. Well, I think it's time for me to kill this robot. (laughs) I think it's time for uh, (laughs) Alan to blow up the NHP thing because that might still be causing problems.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take, use an action, quick action to slap the thermite charge onto this thing onto the big Chloe thing, which I'm really hoping, because we never actually confirmed, but I'm really hoping is the AI core. What? Who? (laughs) Who's there? No one. And then I'm going to move as far as I can into the vent. Tally-ho, good sir. Has
0: someone attached a device on my surface? That's good enough. Yeah, you, you can get all the way over there with just your regular move.
4: Yeah, just as as I'm scooting down as quick as I can, this yeah, just this most vent, of the way
0: through the vent there.
4: Uh, I use my second quick action to activate the thermite charge. So that is a uh, uh, it has to succeed on an engineering save or take three energy armor piercing thermal charges. Automatically hit our objects, dealing ten energy armor piercing. By Jove,
0: I believe this is burning through my casing.
1: Why did they program me to feel pain?
0: I say, lads, can you get over here and put me out? I see...
4: That sounds like a good thing. I like that noise. It's a good noise. What's the noise I make
1: when people put the fire out? Yeah,
0: I was thinking of doing the daisy thing. But that—that's what happens when you pull the uh, the cards out one by one, not when you burn through all of them.
4: Ha, ha. Well, Daisy, uh, Daisy, Daisy, uh, Daisy! Oh God! God! <laughs>
0: you have melted through the
1: first of three of my cause. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I refuse. You need to transform into a ball and jump into this vent, and then lay your power bomb here.
0: Back on the surface, the support limb suddenly goes slack. Just kind of kick it. And as you regain control of your mech, you're able to kick it aside and back away to a safe distance. I will wheel back
2: to a safe distance and uh, wave with the plasma gauntlet hand, tauntingly.
0: And Penelope's last words to you are, Ah, bitch. (laughs)
4: GG, Nori Evidently
2: you simply were not chosen And I chopped the robot's
1: head off, saving the day from the empty (laughs) robot
4: I thought you wanted to salvage one of them
1: No, that was another I don't think I ever said that
0: (laughs) As it is you did provide cover for uh, Alan
4: We all helped Everyone was an important member of the team today.
0: Who?
1: Haha. This was wild. And then the center of the hangar part sways as the super robot arises.
0: Maybe next time. Uh, I choose robot. I
1: think the session may be ending. Session's ending. Yes. Session's
4: ending.
0: Yep.
1: It's half four.
4: Wait, I never get to find... what? What kind of soup?
1: But
0: soup
4: or robot? No what jokes. kind of no soup? Jokes. I need to know let, let before I make end. my choice. Let it end.
0: Good night everybody. Good night. Land